Welcoming you back to another edition of the Edge Podcast. Managing Editor Brandon Slaughter joined, as always, by my recruiting analyst Jared Hallis here for BeaversEdge.com. We're back with another edition of the Edge Podcast. And let me just say, folks, this is one we're really, really excited about. Jared and I are going to be drafting an Oregon State dream team. Yes, folks, you heard it, dream team. Jared and I have decided to go through history and pick our ideal Oregon State offense and defense. Jared, kind of give them the layout of what this team's going to look like, what the criteria were. Then we'll dive in and uh, kick off this draft. Yeah, so first thing I want to point out is that uh, it isn't going to be one team. If, you, uh, if you've if you been an Edge subscriber, you've been on the on the board for a while, then you probably saw us do this with 2021 recruits, kind of towards the middle of last year. It's going to be that same style. We're going to pick uh, – we're each going to pick a team, and then, you know, we'll, we'll make our reasoning for, for each pick throughout, and then uh, – also, at the end, you know, we'll, we'll take a look and see how they match up. We'll leave it up to you guys to decide uh, whose team you think will win. Won't be full 11-man uh, squads for each side of the ball. It'll just be seven-on-seven seven style. We'll do a quarterback. We'll do either either a running back or wide receiver. You can have three of those, and then you can have three offensive linemen for offense. For defense, you'll have three defensive linemen. You'll have a linebacker, and then you'll have three secondary players. So. It'll be interesting for sure. Last time we did this, it was a lot of fun. And I think uh, adding the podcast element will make it uh, much more fun as well. No, most definitely. And something that, you know, you and I are really excited for just because, you know, the the fact that it required some effort on our parts as far as, you know, going back through history and kind of trying to dive into our teams a little bit. And and I'd be remiss if I was saying Jared didn't maybe have a little bit of extra work on his side, you know, having to really d- dig deep into the Oregon State history books, but we are excited and something uh, we've been looking forward to and might as well just go ahead and kick it on off. So Jared, by nature of uh, being my recruiting analyst, you are going to get the first pick in this draft kicks off with quarterback, which Oregon State quarterback are you taking to lead your team? So we talked about this and uh, we, one thing that we had to clear up in the guidelines was how far back can we go? I think the obvious choice here would be uh, Mr. Baker. Oh, taking Terry Baker with the first overall pick. Oregon State's only Heisman Trophy winner. I like it. Why is he your pick, Jared? I mean, of course, like you were saying, I, I, I've got a bit of a disadvantage. So first thing I did when, when we came up with this idea is like, all right, I got to do my due diligence. So, I mean, naturally, you go to Google, you type in best Oregon State blank of all time. First guy that pops up is Terry Baker. So I'm like, okay, he's my quarterback 100%. I, I have to. He's the Heisman winner. So I can't think of anybody better to, to lead the team. That being said, there's some other good quarterbacks, too, so I'm interested to see who, uh, who you pick. Yeah, so Terry Baker definitely uh, definitely made my list, but wasn't <laughs> who I was going to go number one with, actually, yeah. even if I did happen to get it. I am going to take Derek Anderson in this one. And, again, this, this was really tough because there was a case we made for Jonathan Smith. There was a Absolutely. case we made for Terry Baker. There's a case we made for Derek Anderson. Heck, there's even a case we made for Sean Mannion, maybe even Matt Moore. Absolutely. But I go down to Derek Anderson because to this day, Derek Anderson was a guy who I think if he'd gotten a full four years at Oregon State, you know, uh, didn't, you know, get full four years, um, you know, as the starter, as you know, they brought him in just at the tail end of Jonathan Smith's career. Yeah, he's a guy that had a long career in the NFL, right? A guy who, you know, I give credit because before uh, this guy, maybe you'd heard of him, this guy Baker Mayfield took <laughs> Cleveland to a winning season this year 
Derek Anderson was just casually the last quarterback to take Cleveland to a winning season back in 2007. They won 10 games again, 10 games in Cleveland. That's, that's something. So no, right. Derek Anderson, obviously not even Oregon state's leading passer. As far as yards goes, that honor goes to Sean Mannion. So there was a lot of different factors, but Derek Anderson, heck of an arm. Just love those early 2000s Oregon State's teams. Uh, I got Derek Anderson as my quarterback. It's important to point out, too, that, uh, you know, we're we, we take we're taking in all things into consideration, not just their Oregon State career, not just their NFL career, but a combination of both and really any other factors that you want to throw in there either. If you like him just because you thought he was a good dude, sure. Go, yeah, go and, and we'd be remiss if we didn't mention, this isn't necessarily who's better than the other. This is who we think is going to be good on our fantasy team. So, mm-hmm. right, like Jared's got the – Terry Baker, he's got that dual threat aspect uh, at quarterback. You know, I go with the, you know, statue cannon arm guy. So we'll see uh, how that all plays out uh, as far as this team goes. But uh, by way of the snake draft, uh, I guess that means I'm up next – for uh, we pick three here out of wide receiver or two wide or excuse me three spots to pick three players out of wide receivers, running backs, and tight ends. So running backs going to be my first priority. We're going to get Stephen Jackson. Stephen Jackson headed to headline my backfield. Uh, you know uh, Ken Symington. I got to give him his credit. Got to give Jaquiz Rogers his credit too. But Oregon State has never had a pro-ready running back like Stephen Jackson. The dude went into the pros, dominated. He was a man amongst boys in college. You could see that on the field once he only played three years, went on and had some great years for the then St. Louis Rams. Uh, I, I like that guy as my running back. <laughs> I'm actually glad. I'm, I'm glad this worked out the way it is because I love my next two picks uh, a lot. And so, I, I mean, I think it'll be advantageous for, for each of us just as we go on. But for me, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to keep it with running back. And I, I think this might be a surprise to some people. I'm going to go with J.J. Whoa, okay, okay, I see it. You know, it wasn't a guy where, you know, I thought about it. I wasn't like, I don't have to go back into history to figure out who this guy was. I know what this dude's about. I think he'll be a a good NFL running back, just as obviously he was in college, especially this season. So uh, I know what I'm getting with him, and I like what I'm getting with him. I think, think, you know, you partner him with just about anybody, he'll be able to, to get you some yards for sure. That's nice. That's a nice pick. I must say, Jared, I'm even a little jealous of that one. I like the recency bias on that. Who you got up next? I mean, this one I feel like it's a given. I'm going to move into wide receiver, and I got to take uh, got to take my man 85. Chad Ochocinco, Chad Johnson, got to just, uh, you know, growing up, he was always the one of the headlines. Yeah. So, you know, before I even got to Oregon, uh, covering Oregon State, rather, I was like, huh, let's see who, you know, their, their all-time greats are. He's one of the first guys that pop up. So uh, it's a it's a no brainer for me. Got to go with Chad Johnson. Ooh, Chad Johnson gracing the cover of Sports Illustrated when he was uh, here in Corvallis. That's uh, that that'll harken some of these edge supporters back to some really good times. Jared, you you ask any any Oregon State fan. Let's just talk about 2000. That'll make just about anyone bring a smile to their face for some of the names you mentioned. But Chad Ochocinco, obviously great that year. All right, so Jared has now come up with a team consisting of Terry Baker and Jamar Jefferson at running back and Chad Ochocinco at wide receiver. Me, I'm over to Derek Anderson, Steven Jackson, and for my – let's see here. My first receiver. Ooh, man, that's that's interesting. There's a good bit to choose from. There really is. Yeah, because we'll go – yeah, because I got back-to-back here. So Mm – 
And you don't have to do receivers. You know, you can throw in a tight end or a running back again if you want to yeah, do that. Yeah, you know, I'm going to sweep some talent away here. I'm going to take Brandon Cooks, and I'm going to take Mike Hass as my receivers and sweep away uh, <laughs> quite a bit of Jared's receiving. No, I'm just kidding. No, but seriously, uh, no, I will take uh, Brandon Cooks and uh, Mike Hass. Brandon Cooks, again, one of my favorite just Oregon State alumni that I've ever seen come through the school. Just an awesome guy and got to love what he's been able to do in the NFL. And then Mike Hass, uh, you know, Jared, a little before your time, but Mike Hass, man, he was he was special, really special. I have a lot of Edge fans or Edge subscribers that are definitely happy about that pick. Where do you go now? Flipping back around, you got to round out your receiver room or running back room. You got to go double. What are we doing here? Yeah, so, I mean, uh, I think I'm going to keep it in the line of receivers. And this is tough because I, I definitely had both of those guys on my radar, like you said, sweeping out a good bit of the talent there. Brandon Cook's obviously a guy that's still very relevant in the NFL to this day. And uh, Mike Hass, another dude where, you know, you look up you look up the all-time great Oregon State players, and he's another guy that's pretty high up on the list. So you definitely swept some guys from me. <laughs> I think I'm going to keep it recent again, and I'll definitely have to explain my reason. But I think I'm, I think I'm going to take Hodge here. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Sweeten, you know, thinking about a dude whose last name I can't pronounce. But again, it was, uh, I think it's Hushmanzade. Yeah, TJ yeah. Hushmanzade. Yep, that's another good but one. I, I think I'm going to go with uh, with Hodges just because, again, I know what I'm getting with him. To me, you know, when I first started covering the team, I was like, this dude is insane. Of course, he's not, like, making uh, waves in the NFL yet uh, by any means, but – Again, in terms of college careers, to me, he was one of the most underrated players that, that Oregon State's had in a long time. Dude dominated. I mean, just absolutely dominated. Sure hands. People knock his route running and, and maybe the speed a little bit, but he's not dropping a ball. He makes no. amazing catches. So uh, I, I, I like him uh, there with, with Chad Johnson. I think they make a good duo. Yeah, that's nice. And I, and I have to say, you know, after watching some NFL games yesterday, what I can certainly say is I can't wait until Josh Allen gets to throw to Isaiah Hodgins. That, that's going to be fun. We obviously wish Isaiah the best as he was down this year with shoulder surgery. Hopefully he'll be back next year. Again, a, uh, you know, a guy that, you know, Jared and I feel really high on and, and I, and I completely respect that decision because we watched, you know, Hodge and Jake have some great moments and, both those guys are in the NFL now. So, you know, that's, uh, that shows talent was talent was here. And, and I really do believe that with that organization in Buffalo, that uh, Isaiah will be able to find some success. So nice pick Jared. I like it. And uh, that will go ahead and uh, wrap up the running back receiver groupings. And that'll go ahead and shift us, but to the offensive line to round out the, uh, the seven on offenses, we're doing seven on seven here. And uh, I guess that is up to me for the next two picks on the offensive line. Correct. I think I'm back up. Didn't I just take Hodge? Oh, yes. You're back up. Yes. Go ahead, please. Well, again, this is another group where I really had to do some research. Uh, don't know a lot. I know uh, I know the team's had some good offensive linemen come through recently, uh, but I think I'm going to go with Levitre. Ooh, Andy Levitre, a very, very nice, very, very nice pick. I'm, you took one from me there, Jared. I like it. <laughs> Tell me, uh, tell me what you liked about Avitri just from your uh, your searches. Obviously, we all know just on the surface level, he had a heck of an NFL career in addition to a solid, solid Oregon State career. Yeah, absolutely. It was another guy, you know, you look him up, he pops up instantly. But I really did admire the uh, the, the fact that he was a – every game starter his junior yep. and senior year. So 
instantly. I mean, that's the kind of people that you're looking for in an offensive lineman, just tough, tough dudes who don't take any snaps off, play every game. So I, I like that. And again, like you said, really prosperous NFL career. So, uh, you know, college, NFL, stud in both of them. I think he's a good pick for the offensive line. Okay. Yeah, that, you definitely took one of my starters away, Jared. So back to me for two or back to me for one? Yep, two in a row. All right. So this easy peasy. <laughs> I got to take Isaac Sayamalu. That's, yep. that's, that's a, that's a no brainer for me getting Isaac in there. Um, you know, I, I, I think back to when Oregon state recruited Isaac, you know, his, his dad obviously was uh, Joe Samalo was defensive line coach at Oregon state when, you know, Isaac was coming up and, you know, Isaac was just from Corvallis high school, you know, a super, super um, humble kid. And, you know, you just knew right away, you know, this was a guy by some, you know, I believe by, you know, by some, you know, was four sometimes perhaps even a five-star recruit as far as, you know, just the, the potential of what people saw for him. And here's a guy that started at center day one, true freshman, just day one. I mean, the way that, that Isaac Samala was able to be a day one starter, he dealt with an injury later in his Oregon state career, but then, you know, basically has gone to Philadelphia after being drafted by the Eagles and essentially been a, you know, he's so varied. He can play all five different spots in the line and throughout one way or another, he's been protecting, you know, the Wences, the Carson or the Wences, the uh, Nick Foles uh, up there in, uh, you know, Philly throughout this time. And yeah. And uh, hurts as well, as you mentioned. And uh, yeah, he's just a guy that he was just such a pro ready prospect. uh, I had to sneak him in there. Um, My second offensive lineman, I'm going to go way, way back, way, way, way back into the old days. Take John Didion. <laughs> See, this is how I know you're going far back because this guy didn't even come up in, in my research. So, yeah, so pretty, again, for, for all these edgers that, you know, see how, how young we are, they're probably going to be like, this guy doesn't know much about John Didion. But, you know, as far as being able to know the basic levels of John Didion, knowing that he was an unbelievably talented center, you know, one of the better centers to, you know, ever play in the then, I believe it was Pac-8 conference. Um, wow. Just Yeah, just a, a beast. So back over to you, Jaron. So I've got, uh, I think I've got two left, right? Two on yep. the offensive line. And uh, this one may surprise some folks, but I think I'm going to go, well, it probably, it probably will, probably won't. I think I'm going to go with, uh, with Jeremy Perry. Ooh. Uh, I did some research on, on him and seemed just like a, a real gritty dude. Obviously had some, some injuries throughout his career, but every time he came back, it was like he didn't skip a beat. And uh, I, I really liked that. So I feel like he's a pretty good pick. You'll have to to back me on that because again, a little little before my time, not quite as much as your previous pick, but I think he's a solid dude. Uh, and then I think to to round everything out to to make it a little more recent, I think I'm gonna get, you might have to to check me on the 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 pronunciation. Is it Devon Kyle Devon? Oh, Kyle Devan. Yes, yes. Another really gosh, goodness, Jared, uh, you took a couple good ones from me there. That's what I mean. Yeah, I mean, between Jeremy Perry and, and, and again, Kyle Devan. Kyle Devan was another guy. Um, I'm going to draw a blank on where he is right now, but he's coaching somewhere, I believe. Yeah. I can't remember exactly where, but again, a, a strong, you know, NFL career too. Another guy, you know, Oregon State in those mid-2000s, an offensive lineman in the NFL, those were just, you know, symbiotic relationships. You know, Coach Riley was, you know, really putting some guys in there. You know, you mentioned Levitri. I mentioned Sayamalu. You know, you mentioned, you know, uh, Kyle LeBan as well, you know, some other guys as well. So, yeah, a couple of really solid picks. Now for me having to round it out. Hmm. 
Looks like he was coaching uh, in Arizona. Yeah, yeah, that's that that's right because I I that's right. I knew he was somewhere close by, and, and definitely uh, shout out to him because he's really turned in a pretty solid coaching career so far. To round out my offensive lineman, I'm going to take Chris Gibson, All-American from uh, the 2000 team. Again, I'm really going into those early 2000s. We're trying to create some of that uh, Fiesta Bowl magic again. But uh, Gibson, and I'm just big, strong guy, you know, uh, obviously was honored with an All-American efforts for that 2000 year. Uh, just another guy with Sam Alu and Didion that I think are very tough, very big bodies that'll be tough to move. So with that... We slide over to the defensive side of the ball. And I believe by order of the snake, Jared, is it you back up for two or do I got one more and then you're got one more. Okay. So switching on over to my first defensive lineman, folks, this is where I have to prioritize talent and prioritize in my case, college talent. I'm taking bill swan cut swanee. Swanee going to be on this uh, Oregon State dream team, the Brendan dream team. Bill Swancutt, man, uh, obviously didn't have the, the, the NFL career to be able to match the college career. But any Oregon State fan that doesn't remember what Bill Swancutt was able to do to Oregon and the couple times that he played the Ducks, yeah, that's, that, you're, you're forgetting something pretty big in Oregon State history. Bill Swancutt was a monster and a, a local guy. Uh, I'm taking him. Okay, he took one off my list. That's okay. I uh, I made sure to do some some good due diligence in case this did happen. Uh, so I think I'm gonna go with the Lawrence Grant. Ooh, another nice one. Oh, do tell. I think uh, I think you had him on your list. I mean, probably so. The dude uh dude had a obviously a good career at Oregon State. Third round draft pick. Uh, and spent some time with the Raiders before uh, making his way out. But even even in just a few years with, with Oakland, he he made some some pretty good plays. I mean, nearly double digit sacks, almost 100 tackles. Uh, so definitely a intriguing guy. Wish I could have seen some more of him uh, back in his heyday. But uh, again, just based off some some simple research, I definitely learned that that DeLawrence Grant was not a dude that you wanted to mess with. So. <laughs> No, yeah. I mean, Delorence Grant, you know, I, I always remember, you know, he and he and Chris Gibson, you know, were um, my offensive linemen were, you know, honored with all America selections that year. There's so much talent on that 2000s team. And again, Delorence Grant was just a, another guy that, you know, just, yeah, Jared, if you ever get some free time and you got to watch some highlights of good defense, go back and watch that, that 2000, any highlights of Oregon State's 2000 defense. I mean, we think that like, you know, hey, this team was, you know, huge and great. But by offensive standards, it was a pretty, you know, pretty solid. Nothing rock socks off that, you know, offensive team. You had some guys have some pretty good seasons, but it was defense where that team uh, made its money. And Lawrence Grant, that's that's a nice, that's a nice pickup. That's a nice pickup. Yeah, yeah, I like it. And uh, I think we're still on the D-line, right? Yeah, so you got one more on the D-line. Okay, and I'm going to probably mess this up, but I think it's Stephen Paya, P.A.? Stephen Paya. There's Jared taking the real one that grinds my gears. Oh, <laughs> dominating, to, dominating to. force. He's not He's not too old of a guy, so uh, I was excited to have someone again, you know, just trying to to keep it somewhat recent. I got two two really new guys with the, with the offense, so I had to try to find somebody uh, defensive-wise as well that was not too, too old. And uh, I just I obviously immediately noticed the, the long NFL career, nearly 10 years in the league, uh, second round draft pick. So obviously the dude made some plays 
uh, for Oregon State. Started in a lot of games for the Beavers too. So uh, no doubt he played a big role on the team. So uh, I knew I knew if I could, I had to to snatch him up. Yeah, and did you know, Jared, that actually he broke the all-time combine benching record at the time for most reps by a defensive tackle that year. I'm sure knowing what we've known in the last 11 years, it's been broken since, yeah. but at the time the guy had done the most reps with uh, amongst defensive tackles. Uh, yeah. Steven Pio was he, Jared, you and I say all the time, we're, you know, I'm going to take a quick little sidebar. You and I talk all the time about these defensive linemen, Oregon state edgers. They want defensive linemen, right? That's something. Steven Pio is the epitome of what a defensive lineman is and what you want them to be as far as even that real space eating spot. So that's a really nice picture. And you've got me very jealous. All American, you know, Tillman award winner. So I, I just knew it. I just knew it. All right. So I got to fill out my defensive line. So now that my guy has taken Steven Pye and Lawrence Grant to uh, round out his, or you, you'll have one spot left in the defensive line. Yeah. Okay. Wait, I think, so, is that, yeah, that, I think that is it. Yeah. I think you're right. Yeah. You'll have one left on the defensive line. So He's right now, let's see. Hmm. I, just, I just have Grant and Pia right now. Yeah, Grant and Pia. So I'm going to round out my defensive line. I'm going to take uh, Jess Lewis, who, again, defensive tackle from way back in the day. Um, you know, kind of one of those same things when I was looking at, you know, potential backup defensive linemen. Uh, I, you know, knew that uh, Jess Lewis was um, the player who made one of the biggest plays in Oregon State history, tackling O.J. Simpson in 1967 to – prevent him from reaching the touchdown and beat number one USC three to zero. Um, yeah. I mean, again, one of those things where you look back at uh, the history and Jess Lewis is definitely up there. So got to throw him on the defensive line. Then I'm going to round it out. With my guy, Victor Butler, uh, another, you know, just a guy that kind of played. It was almost like he was kind of that hybrid outside linebacker stand-up defensive end maybe before it really became a thing but Victor right. Butler was another guy who in the mid to late 2000s uh, was just a guy that I just really enjoyed watching he played the tall played the game very tough very strong you know he actually uh, um, had some big time plays throughout his career and you look at Oregon State's defense uh, you know 2007 2006 you know that, that whole kind of area he was a big part of that. So I'm going to snag him uh, to play edge uh, on that defensive line. So that'll wrap up my defensive line. Uh, Jared, where do, uh, how are you going to round out yours? So you left me with a couple guys. Thank you. Thank you for that. <laughs> it looks our research was a little different. And obviously you know more about the, the past teams than I do. Um, I think I'm going to go with Dwan Edwards. Another nice one. Very nice. On the interior defensive line. I saw I saw that he was, uh, I think, a sack leader at one point, may still be. Uh, so I was like, if he's available, I, I've got to get him. wanted to get the other two first. I just don't – something about the Lawrence Grant I liked, and then obviously Pio, no, no need for explanation there. Uh, but then, you know, Dewan Edwards, again, uh, all-time tackle for loss leader at some point. So I knew I had to uh, to snatch him up if he was available. I always want to get those disruptors, the guys that can, can get in the backfield if possible. So and again, I, I just like to harken back and you know remind everyone. It's see, you know, if, if if anyone at home is you know keeping tally or whatever, it seems as though the team the team that's picking that's uh, getting from the 2000 group is going to be maybe the one that has the most success. Jared, you pulled another one, Dwan Edwards. Again, a huge huge piece to that defensive line of that 2000 team. 
he made some huge plays. That's a tremendous yeah. trip, a tremendous pickup. Yeah, the, the, the Beavers in, in the 2000s were certainly uh, not to be messed with. Yeah. And hopefully, hopefully they'll return to, to that same stature here soon under, under Coach Jonathan Smith and everything. Uh, and you never know. Under so, Coach Jonathan Smith, Jared, who – how would he feel if he knew we were leaving him out of this? He's definitely an honorable man. He's on my list. <laughs> he's on my list. It was, it was Baker – and, uh, and Anderson and Jonathan Smith. Oh, like oh yeah. Oh yeah. No, yeah. just, just, uh, just giving him a hard time, but uh, all right. So we've rounded out our defensive linemen, our offense or our, on the defense. Now we move over to one linebacker, Jared, you got one more pick. And then uh, I got back to back. Let's see, who are you going to take? I just know with... I'm going to be taking yours here. I just know it. I just know it. We'll see. <laughs> Did you ever play for the Eagles? I have three or four names, and I think one of these did. Yeah, so go ahead. I'm uh, I'm going with with uh, hmm. I'm I'm second guessing myself. Ooh, second guessing your linebacker. If he's my only linebacker, I can't I can't go with them, and I'm going to go with someone that's definitely. I'm, I'm going to get Nick Barnett. He's Ooh, a- dang. yep. <laughs> Is that who you're That's get? A, he's one of them. That was a really good pick. Nick Barnett, uh, again, just a, just, a, just casually, just another linebacker, mid 2000s. Solid. Exactly. And I, I noticed that too, that he was a, he was a 2000s guy. I think he got drafted in like Oh three or something like that. And uh, had a, had a good career. Not with the, not with the Eagles. I don't know where that came from, uh, but with, with green Bay uh, and a couple other teams. I think yeah. So a long career, I think 10 years total in the NFL. Uh, and uh, obviously a first rounder out of Oregon State, so definitely a guy that I, I wanted to get. Ooh, yeah, you know I'm I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna stay homegrown here. Got to go, Trent Bray. Trent Bray gonna be my linebacker. Boom. Yeah, no, I, I Trent Bray is one of my favorite just Oregon State interviews amongst the coaching staff. I love the energy he brings. I love how he coaches his linebackers. Um, I loved, you know, I, I really do think that as far as a linebackers coach goes, he is the most, if not the most, one of the most, um, what's the word underrated or just overqualified and underrated linebackers coaches uh, in the country. I really think he's going to be a DC one day. And the guy just played with a fire, you know, it's the same fire that he coaches with is the same fire that he plays with. And uh, I, I need someone who's going to be flying around making plays, you know, with their head on fire. And, that, and that's going to be Trent Bray. I love the energy he brings uh, to that linebacker spot. And then I'm going to switch over to the secondary with my next pick. Let's see who I get one pick here to, to take a good defensive back away from Jared. Make a good one. We've only got three picks left. Yeah, I'm going to have to pick someone that I know is going to maybe sting a little bit. But this is also just it's a selfish pick. It really is. I know he wasn't able to get the win yesterday, but I got to take Jordan Poyer. He's going number one uh, in the defensive backs, my Astoria, Oregon, uh, homegrown guy. Um, Jordan Poyer, same kind of thing. You know, 2012, that, you know, 9 to 12, I believe, was his, uh, his time in Corvallis. And I would argue that Oregon State has not had a defender with the same type of swagger that they played with since Jordan Poyer, since he graduated, there may be a couple guys that may, you know, be able to sneak in there. And I think the Beavers have had a few decent guys these last eight, nine years, but the way that Poyer led and the way that he led by example, um, just his leadership, his toughness, his grit, everything fit Corvallis and he's going to fit real well in my secondary. Yeah, absolutely. That's a good pick. 
obviously a dude that was on my list. That's a no-brainer. Uh, so I, I'm moving on to the secondary now. And uh, I'm gonna take I'm gonna take Mr. Brandon Browner. Ooh, I, that's a clean pick. That is a nice pick. I love the kind of underdog story that he had. You know, going uh, going undrafted out of Oregon State, going to playing in the in the Canadian Football League for a little while, and boom, gets to the NFL and he's a Super Bowl champion. So uh, super cool, two time Super Bowl champion. Matter of fact, lots and, of talent, lots yeah, of talent. Yeah, a Pro Bowler as well. So I mean, it's a it's a cool story. Obviously, uh. Pac-10 at the time, freshman of the year when he first got to Oregon State. So automatically was a big-time playmaker for the Beavs. And then, uh, you know, despite things not going his way right away after college, he was able to make the most of it and uh, got some great accolades to show for it. Yeah, that's a nice pick. I'm curious to see where you go next in this little uh, in this little secondary mix. Yeah, yeah. I really wish I could have got, got Mr. Poyer. Didn't know he was going to go first round. Uh, so I think – I'm going to have to get – Reggie Tong played for, for Seattle, right? Let me, let me double check. Yeah, you might have to couple check on that. I actually do not know off the top of my head. He but did. if that's your pick, that's a really nice one. He did. He did. He did. And that, that, that's, why, that's why I remembered his name. Because uh, around that time, I, that was when uh, the, obviously the Steelers were, were pretty good. And I, I, for those who don't know, I'm a Steelers fan. Um, and I remember them playing. I don't think he was still with Seattle uh, then when they played in uh, in 05 or was it 04 in the Super Bowl. Uh, but either way, I remember Mr. Tung and uh, obviously another guy with a, a long yeah. career and uh, an early round draft pick as well for Oregon State. So. And starting so, a legacy at Oregon State, no less either. Got to love that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Hmm. So who, okay. So Jared's got one more defensive back. He needs me to make sure that I don't take two names here because I got to take two and wrap up my team here. Yeah, you're wrapping up your team. All right. My first, my second defensive back. I mean, Mitch Musin is going to be uh, coming in. He's going to play uh, some defensive back for me. You can tell maybe that was a little, little frustration there from Jared. I had him on my list. Let's just say that. Yeah, Mitch, another guy that, you know, um, just real early in the 2000s. But, again, another uh, just really solid, strong defensive back. Um, you know, he, he knew how to – you know, he got some interceptions. You know, there's just – there's a lot to like about Mitch. And most Beaver fans, you know, will be able to remember back to Mitch Musin and remember what he was able to bring to the table. Very solid, solid secondary defender. And this last one. It was really tough. It's got to be be who I'm thinking of. It's got to be. I don't think it is. I don't think it is. It's maybe, again, someone who Beaver fans will probably love. But I don't know how it's going to, you know, it's hard. He's a little under the radar, in my opinion. Okay. Tabby Piscatelli is going to be picked defensive back number three. Jared's happy, but Ed Drew's going to drop in the comments why he's sadly (laughs) mistaken for passing on Sabby Piscatelli. I couldn't even pronounce that, so I'm, I couldn't have picked him. Oh yeah, no, that was um, yeah, that that was that was one of the names I just loved to say as a kid, right? I could always say it like when Piscatelli got an interception, right? It just it sounds cool to roll off the tongue. But uh, Sabby was another guy who you know he got drafted, ended up in the NFL. It didn't you know didn't last a super long time, but a really 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 good defensive back, a guy that just played really really sound football. He hit well um you know was great with his hands too just knew how to be in the right place at the right time so yeah that wraps up my secondary jared who are you rounding it out with so i'm going back and forth still right now about about this last one uh 
there's guys on my list though that, that haven't been picked yet, but I just I'm trying to think of which one I want. Ultimately, I think I'm gonna go with uh, with the feel good story kind of kind of feel bad, kind of feel good. I'm gonna go with uh, Mr. Dennis Weathersby. Mm, yes, he was on my list as well, and I and I definitely understand uh, how you mean with the uh, you know those... kind of feel good, kind of feel bad. Obviously, uh, not things didn't go super well for him, you know, and obviously his health was, was in danger there for a while after his college career. Um, but, but an all American, I believe at Oregon state, just exactly. stunning. A fantastic collegiate player who never got to see his potential be seen. So uh, maybe if, if the, if my guys ever decide to, to play a seven on seven game, he'll be able to show everybody what, uh, what never was in the NFL, unfortunately, but uh, yeah, that's going to round it out for me. I think, I think I'm happy with that pick. I think most of my guys probably could still put on the pads, but I don't know about John Didion and Jess Lewis. They they might it might be a little tougher for those guys to put on the pads, Jared. My last one was it was going to be between him and uh, I think it's Deku, Tristan Deku. Yeah, Tristan Deku. Yeah, very. He's, I think he's still playing, if I'm not mistaken. I know he was playing some some. Uh, yeah, Tristan Deku and Stephen Nelson, who plays uh, for the for the uh, Steelers, actually. Your boy, Stephen Nelson, uh, went to Oregon State as well. And Jared, oh, Jared's out, folks. He. Wait, what? How did I forget? Oh, man. Okay, well, now you've got the greatest draft. No, I'm just kidding. But, yeah, no, Steven Nelson's another guy in that mid-2000s. He made my secondary kind of uh, honorable mention in case you take somebody B-list. But, yeah, yeah. Steven Nelson's turned in a pretty good Nelson Island career in the pros so far. I so. should have taken him because of the fact, the fact that he played for the Steelers. But I, uh, I like I like Dennis, you know, again, it's a good story. Not, I mean, not a good story, but uh, a good dude who yeah. uh, never got to see his potential realized. So, I, yeah. Uh, so let's go ahead and uh, go through the seven on sevens just to kind of wrap this podcast up. I know Jared and I had a ton of fun, uh, you know, putting these teams together and we're going to see. And it's going to be up to you, Edgers. Seven on seven, which team wins? Is it my team? Is it Jared's team? That's probably Jared's team. But if you like my team, you know, go ahead and drop it in there. I need, I need, uh, I need to, to look at all of them side by side. Yeah, so let's let's go ahead and start uh, with my group. My group. Uh, so quarterback, we're gonna have Derek Anderson. Running back, we're gonna have Steven Jackson. Wide receiver is gonna be Mike Hass and Brandon Cooks. Anchored by offensive lineman Isaac Sayamalu, Chris Gibson, and John Didion. Followed by defensive lineman Bill Swanka, Jess Lewis, and Victor Butler. Linebacker for me, Trent Bray, and defensive backs Jordan Poyer, Mitch Musin, and Savvy Piscatelli. Jared. Let's hear your squad. I don't even have them all the way pulled up. You'll have to. You'll have to tell me. Oh yeah. Oh, I, I actually, uh, I actually did not uh, keep it super, super Lord, tight I'll, as well I'll, as I'll pull it up. as much on yours. But uh, at the very least, I know your uh, your offense not by heart. Very, yeah, I think I, I think I remember them all. Yeah. So your uh, offense by heart. So the, so let's at least start uh, with your offense. And on that side, you went with Terry Baker at quarterback. Yes. You went with Jamar Jefferson at running back. Your receivers. Remind me your receivers. Chad Johnson, Isaiah Hodgins, and uh, I think I got – who did I get for my third one? Oh, man, we're going to have to rewind. Oh, no, 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 because uh, we just – remember, it's, it's three total out of two run, uh, running backs and receivers. So two receivers, one running back. Ah, you're right, yeah, J.J., Chad Johnson, and Isaiah Hodgins. Yep, right. and then your your offensive line. I'm curious. Uh, remind me your offensive line again. Uh, Andy Levitri. Yep. Jeremy Pickering and Kyle Devan. Okay, and then we move to the defensive line, and you've got Lawrence Grant, yep. Steve Maya, and uh, I think I got Dwan Edwards as well. And then Nick Barnett, your linebacker. And then yep. uh, for the defensive backs, 
Um, you were going with? I think I had Brandon Browner. I had Reggie Tung and Mr. Dennis Weathersby. Yeah, your, your defensive back group, Jared, I have to give kudos. Just right off the bat, first impressions, your defensive back group is solid. It's got a lot of, <laughs> lot, a lot of talent back there. I mean, but, regardless of how good the team is on paper, the difference is, is like, you know, most of my stuff was was done by research. Obviously, Isaiah Hodgins and, and Jamar Jefferson are uh, two guys that I got to watch play, but a lot and, and Chad Johnson too, of course. But yeah. a lot of dudes, like, you know, if you look them up, of course their names will pop up. So I wish I could have gotten some more sleepers, maybe like you did, uh, but you never know. We'll, we'll have to see what everyone says. Yeah, no. So make sure to go ahead and drop any and all comments that you have uh, regarding these uh, two seven on sevens is Jared's team going to crush mine. Am I going to win in a tight battle? Is Jared just the, did he just nail this draft? What was his draft grade? Did he go a plus I went F minus inverse reverse. Let us know. Tell us on the damn board, beaversedge.com. And that's where you're going to be able to start the whole conversation regarding these, uh, these two uh, dream teams, so to speak. So if you want to talk with your friends, talk, you know, have a comment, say, no, Brendan's wrong. No, Jared's wrong. Let us know. Damn board. We want to hear your guys' feedback. Beaversedge.com premium subscribers. I'm excited to hear what kind of feedback we get back on this group, Jared. Yeah, I want to see, I want to see who we missed. I yes. think uh, people will, will be overall satisfied with who we've got, but I'm curious if there's anybody that's like, how could you not put like, like the way I felt about Steven Nelson, for example, like, right. Um, yes. No, obviously, you know, there's, it's, it's worth mentioning, you know, Jared and I are, we're, we're so wired into the team right now and current and future perspective recruits potentially joining the program. It's a lot of names to keep through and, you know, you really got to, especially on the lines and, and that would be a, that's a, that's a spot. If there's any offensive defensive linemen you thought we missed any, you know, linebackers we thought we missed, just, just let us know, let us know your reasoning too. Obviously as Jared and I, as we mentioned, had quite a few factors in building this team some of it was who we liked better some of it was pro careers it's all a bunch of million little factors all coming into it but this is how we ended up our teams jared seven on seven versus my on seven on seven you guys the beavers edgers will get to decide who comes out on top so make sure to drop a drop a comment in uh, on the damn board and we will uh, definitely be looking forward to those so That'll go ahead and wrap it up for this dream team edition uh, of the edge podcast. Big shout out to Jared Hallis for joining me to uh, put together this group of uh, dream team beavers. It was a fun time, man. Yeah, it certainly was. We'll have to think of some more, some more ideas and maybe we can try basketball. Yeah, uh, no basketball. And then you certainly have to figure at least in this market, baseball will be quite exciting too. So I think in basketball. Yeah, no, I'm like, there's enough Oregon State basketball players from at least the 80s when they were dominant that I think we maybe could get a basketball one. Let us know, folks. You think we could do maybe five on five for basketball, right? Maybe we switch it up a little bit, do something like that. But nevertheless, if you guys have any ideas, comments, suggestions, just drop it on the damn board for Jared and I. We really appreciate you guys checking out this edition of the Dream Team podcast. Keep it locked right here at beaversedge.com for the latest on all Oregon State football and recruiting.